Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer. Well, hello to you, wherever you are in the world. I've got to say, here in the UK, it's looking promising. As I record, just last weekend, they held a, a sort of trial festival in Liverpool. Um, I'm really hoping that went well. I'm really hoping that it means that on the other side, we can start to gig again. We can start to go to festivals again. I am dying to see a live band play. And I know that's not the case all over the world. So wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. I thought before I got into the meat of this week's episode, I would subject myself to the same treatment that I'm treating other people to on this podcast. I've gone to the random question generator and the random question for me this week is, what's your favourite book? Well, I don't know if I have a favourite book, really, but if, if I have one that is probably one that I come back to a lot, it's got to be The Hobbit. It's got, it's got to be The Hobbit. Hobbit is a great, fun book to read. It's not overly complex. It's not got endless description like some parts of Lord of the Rings do. It's just a really fun adventure book. I would highly recommend reading The Hobbit if you've never read it. If you've not read it for a long time, I would recommend reading it again. I actually just finished reading it uh, just the other week. And it's it's a really, it's a, just a top, top-notch book. Highly recommended. Um. I uh, don't necessarily recommend the films, but the less said about the films, better. Anyway, this week, I wanted to talk about protecting your hearing. So I was chatting to um, a guy in a band recently, and we were chatting about hearing and what you need to do and gigs and that sort of thing. And we were just chatting about custom molded earphone earbuds and all that sort of thing. And it just occurred to me to talk about this on an episode. So as a, as a musician, your ears are very, 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 very important. You may not be aware, but they're very important. If you damage them, that's your position for life. If you end up with some hearing damage of some sort that's self-inflicted, you're stuck with it. So protecting your hearing is absolutely key. I saw a statistic online that said 30 to 50% of musicians report hearing problems across their working lifespan and you don't want to be in that 30 to 50 percent now don't get me wrong if you end up in some kind of horrendous accident where you you end up with some hearing damage then that's 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 unfortunate but there's a ways around that but you don't want to self-inflict it you don't want to end up with some hearing problems that are of your own making and there are ways and means that you can do that there are ways and means that you can achieve to lessen the damage of loud noises in your ears so the potential problems really of uh of audio and listening too loud are twofold in my head so there's tinnitus which is if you don't know it it's horrible it's a sort of constant ringing like a sort of feedback sort of ring that is really high pitched and it can rob some people of sleep i'm lucky i do not have it i'm very thankful to say because it sounds horrendous and it's just awful. It just kind of is there. It rings. It cuts across anything that, you, that you're listening to. Um, if it's someone talking or whatever, it's it's a bit debilitating, if I'm honest. And there are actually ways they're finding of treating tinnitus, but you don't want it. So avoid that. And the second thing, which is maybe um, a bit more of a, a nuanced thing that you may not be aware of, is what I've termed dulling of the high end. So if you don't know, because I'm a mixing engineer, I'm a nerd about this kind of thing, audio, when you listen to any sound source, has um, various 
various pitches in it. So there's low end and there's high end and there's lots of mids and all that kind of thing. And the high end, the sort of air, the kind of top bright sounds within a complex sound dull over time with age. And the more loud things that you listen to, the more that will dull over time. And now you may not think that's necessarily a bad thing, but if you think about it, if you're trying to say dial in the right guitar tone and you can't hear that treble in the way that you used to, you're going to want to turn it more up. You're going to want to turn it up more to make it sound the way you want. But the problem with that is that everyone else will hear your guitar tone sounding so searingly bright that it's a bit painful. So that's that's some of the problems that you want to avoid. Now, I've put that there are three contexts that you want to think about when it comes to protecting your hearing. And those are in the rehearsal room, when you're gigging, and just when you're at gigs, just in general. And I want to talk about those three in turn. So in the rehearsal room context, you need to think about, firstly, wearing earplugs. Now, I know, and you know, that wearing earplugs is not as exciting as just having no ear protection at all, hearing every amp roaring, the drums going, and it just sounds magnificent. But you will know, if you've had a long band practice, that over time, your ears will just go weird and they'll start ringing, and you just want to avoid that. That's the kind of the danger zone. If you start to listen to sounds for over a period of time that are louder than 80 decibels, that's where hearing damage can start to occur. And you've got to bear in mind that most guitar amps put out about 115 decibels. So before you've even started, you've got trouble there, trouble that you need to deal with if you want to protect your hearing in the long term. So you want to buy musicians earplugs you don't want those kind of spongy industrial ones that people in factories wear those are great at blocking out broadband noise but the problem is you just won't end up with much noise in your ears and you won't be able to hear the actual music which is a downside you want to be able to dampen the the absolute volume but keep some of the tonality of what's happening so i would highly recommend musicians earplugs i've had a set that i've owned for a good seven or eight years now probably that I take everywhere with me and they they uh they look a bit weird to be honest and they kind of go quite far into your ear canal but they allow me to listen to the full spectrum of sound it slightly dampens the high end again but the full spectrum of sound without hurting my ears so so important cannot be underestimated I, as a mixing engineer, learnt this because if my hearing's damaged, then everything is over. And you will also know that your hearing is worth protecting. The second thing is, it sounds like a bit of a Debbie Downer in your rehearsal room, is don't play too loud. Rehearsals, in my experience, can become this loudness battle where, you know, the, the guitarist will set their volume and then the bassist will go, I want to be a bit louder, we'll set their volume a bit higher. The guitarist will set their volume a bit higher. The singer with their PA system in the rehearsal room will go, I need to be a bit louder and set them a bit louder than everyone else. And before you know it, you're just ramping up and ramping up the volume over the course of the day. And that's not what you want to do. That is the worst way to effectively do a band practice. You don't want to do that. What you want to do is you want to balance yourself in relative volume to the drums, because in most rehearsal room contexts, the drums are the thing that can't 
go louder or quieter. I mean, obviously, the drummer can play louder or quieter, but it's not being amplified in any way. That is the natural volume of that drum kit. So get the drummer to play, get the drummer to play kind of as hard as they'll play when you're rehearsing, and then set your guitar amps and your bass amps and your vocal channels to that. You want to make it that point and no louder. Don't don't rehearse any louder than you have to. That sounds boring, but it's going to be helpful. Don't rehearse any louder than you absolutely have to. So moving over to another uh, context, which is gigging. In that case, you, again, want to take your musician's earplugs with you. You want to make sure you have those to hand. Most pub gigs, you're going to either have absolutely no monitors at all, in which case you're relying on the pure volume of the stage to hear each other. And that's where hearing damage can occur. Or you're going to have some little wedge monitors down on your feet. And again, they're going to be set quite loud and you just want to protect your hearing with some earplugs. Really simple solution. Really, really worth doing, especially over the long term. If you happen to be in a happier situation where you have some in-ear monitors, amazing. Absolutely amazing. You can set the volume for your own ears. You can obviously have every part of the band as relative volume to each other. You can have yourself a little bit louder as you need. And the thing to bear in mind about setting monitor levels, and this is actually the same when you're wearing headphones, if you're in the studio recording, any context like that, don't make it too loud. I know it's not exciting to have it quieter, Don't make it too loud. Make it just loud enough. Loud enough that you can hear what's going on. You can hear the context for your music, but you're not, you know, it's not blasting over everything because that, again, is where hearing damage is going to occur. If you're in the street, say, and you're listening to some music, again, don't listen to it too loud. Just loud enough will do. It's how you protect your hearing in the long term. The final context for hearing and protecting your ears is at a gig. Now at gigs, there's just no way around it. Wear earplugs every time, every single time. It doesn't matter if you're in a tiny pub or in a huge arena, they will both damage your hearing in different ways uh, over prolonged periods. So just buy some earplugs and take them with you to your gig. Wherever it is, take them with you. I never go to a gig and I haven't done in several years it's when I learned this myself. I haven't done a gig without these earplugs. Um, I've, I've just, they're absolute lifesavers, to be honest. They help me to hear everything. These are musicians' earplugs. They help me to hear everything properly, but not overhyped, you know, not over loud. It's not hurting my ears as some gigs do nowadays. Just absolutely fine. Now, you may be thinking, sure, musicians' earplugs, you know, 20 quid, whatever, sure. What about some custom molded earplugs, that kind of thing? If you have the money to do that, I would say 
absolutely go for it absolutely spend some money on some custom molded earplugs that kind of thing over musicians earplugs why because that they'll they'll be a good fit for your ear if you've ever had them made they're very strange you they kind of pour some stuff into your ear that kind of solidifies and it gets the shape of the the inside of your ear and it, it helps to block the sound and if you get some musicians versions of earplugs like that that are custom molded they will work better you'll be able to hear the things you need to hear without being absolutely deluged in sound and hurting your ears. So to conclude, my points are make sure you protect your hearing. Really, really important. You don't want tinnitus. You don't want the high end of your ears to dull. In a rehearsal room, wear earplugs. Don't play too loud. Play in relative volume to the drums and everything else will follow. When you're gigging, in-ear monitors are great if you can have them. Just loud enough will do, not too loud. If no monitors, if no in-ear monitors, that is, then go for earplugs every time. Have them with you. Even if you're expecting an in-ear monitor gig, if something goes down, you've got those earplugs ready so that you don't need to hurt yourself. And when it gigs, when you're going to a gig, wear earplugs every time. Not an option. Just do it. So that is it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed it, then please leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast on whatever platform you are. Just let me know if it's not Apple Podcasts because I don't know if I get reviews for those in. I really appreciate them and I will read them out as and when I get them because I love when people leave me a review. Please also share it with any friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful. If there's a bandmate you're trying to bug into getting some proper ear protection, this might be the last little nudge they need to go that way. Might not be, but hopefully it will. Finally, I really appreciate all of you. So if you're interested, I have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Hop over there for chats about music and band life with other musicians and industry people. And I will see you next time. <laughs>